When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are tuned in to Americana Music Profiles. Thanks for joining us for the second season, brought to you exclusively by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine. Man, it's people like you that, that make it possible for us to get out here and enjoy this life. Thank you for getting in touch with me. I'm so glad you love what we do. Thank you for your help with everything, Greg. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing you've got going there. I'm your host and publisher, Greg Tutwiler. Now let's get to this week's show. R. Michael Rhodes said he's a firm believer in it's never too late to be what you might have been. It's a sentiment originally penned by poet Marianne Evans, a.k.a. George Eliot, and speaks volumes to Mike, a latecomer of sorts to the professional side of performing music. Michael is my guest on this week's episode of Americana Music Profiles. So good afternoon, Mike. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me on. Hey, you're welcome. It's good to get a chance to, to speak with you. So um, tell me who Michael Rhodes is. Tell me some of your, uh, your, your backstory, how you got started in the music industry. Yeah, I was uh, doing uh, a little bit in the music business back in the uh, early 80s. Uh, had done some stuff around Nashville, uh, and then life kind of got in the way, uh, <laughs> marriage, kids, jobs, and that kind right. of thing, so had had kind of given up on it. Uh, until recently, until a couple of years ago, I ran a, a, across these guys in, uh, in Denver and uh, just kind of started playing again and, uh, you know, thought, hey, maybe I can do some more writing, maybe I can, I can do some uh, performing and that kind of thing, and uh, actually started getting a little bit of momentum with that uh, and put some stuff... Uh, you know, on the, on the recordings, it didn't sound too bad, and and kind of here we are now. <laughs> what got you interested in it in the in the beginning? How how did how did that um, get started for you back before life got in the way? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no, I've uh, always always uh, loved music and and loved uh, trying to make music. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even when I was really really young, uh, piano lessons in the first grade. You know, started sure. playing guitar as a as a teenager. Uh, even had a little local rock band when I was in high school. Oh yeah, cool. And and that led you then into uh, your songwriting. Did did that come before or after you restarted your career? I know that I was actually writing songs when I was a teenager. Um, of course, many of them not very good. <laughs> uh, but the, but but started the process uh, even way back when I was a teenager. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and you grew up in Wyoming and North Dakota, right? Was that, was that yeah, that is correct. Uh, so we, as a family, we lived in, in Wyoming until I was in the eighth grade. And then, um, in the eighth grade, we moved to North Dakota with my dad's job. Okay. And we're there until graduation? Yeah, until I, I, yeah, until I graduated, uh, <clears throat> college, um, you know, and then started working and whatnot. Sure, and and home base for you now is Colorado. Is that right? Yeah, I live in uh, Littleton, Colorado. 
How do you feel like the earlier childhood experiences in, in Wyoming and Dakota uh, influenced your songwriting? Did that? Did you carry that with you in, into your adult songwriting years even? Yeah, I, I think I did. Um, the uh, I think the biggest uh, thing that, that can help me with that whole thing is when I was in high school, uh, in North Dakota, the, the community there was really, really supportive of um, kind of the local musicians mm-hmm. uh, and very encouraging for, uh, you know, people playing, playing their own stuff. They uh, were very encouraging of that. I actually had a uh, music teacher uh, when I was in high school that ended up uh, helping me uh, write out the score for or the, the notation for the very first song that I got copyrighted. Oh, cool. Okay. So, so having that level of uh, of support, I think, really, really helped. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I, I noticed in your um, uh, in in the uh, information that uh, you guys sent over to us, there's a uh, you refer to a quote in there. It's uh, never too late to be what you might have been. Uh, explain what you mean to to me by that. Sure. Um, it, it's one of those one of those kinds of things. As I started really thinking about what I what I wanted to accomplish when I when I'm getting a little bit older and kind of maybe the you know what's the next career after you retire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I really really enjoy uh, being around music, making music, uh, playing music, and creating music. And it, it, it kind of dawned on me one day that, you know, maybe this is what I was really meant to do all along. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're still kicking and breathing, you know, it's never too late to do it. Sure. Yeah. And is this a full-time thing for you now? It is not. Okay. It is not. What, what else do you do? Um, I'm an IT uh, manager. Okay. All right. And and so you... you I'm assuming work your your songwriting performing career around that, right? That that is correct. And is there? Do you have a um, uh, kind of going along the the theme of it's never too late? Do you, what what's the future look like for you? Do you have a, a a vision of of where you'd like for this to be? Yeah, I do actually. Um, what I am am hoping to accomplish uh, is that. If I can get things rolling at this point, um, ideally in the next, you know, five to ten years, hopefully to be able to develop enough of a following that I might be able to do this full time when I retire and have it pay for itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be great. That that would be kind of the ultimate sure. goal for me, yeah. to be able to travel around, play music, make music, and and. You know, have it even be a break-even kind of thing would be be awesome. Right. Yeah. What what um, what do you find are your most receptive audiences? You know, it's really funny. It it uh, it it goes all the way from you, you know early twenty kind of people up to the seventy year olds. Mm-hmm. It, it it's amazing to me that how many how many different levels of age that people tend to relate to my stuff. Yeah. And and where do you find most of your um, your venues? What 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 do you find yourself in most often, venue wise? So currently, right now, what we're what we're finding is is a pretty good venue are uh, the the you know kind of the, the the new surges of these brew pubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Those uh, those tend to, to seem to fit well with the style of music we're doing. Um, and again, you've got that, that wide range of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it seems like it, it's going over pretty well. Now, do you, do you go out solo or are you going out with uh, some other entertainers along with you? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a three piece band that, that I play guitar, and then mm-hmm. I've got a three piece band behind me. Okay, and and is it uh, singer songwriter, folk, indie? What, what's the flavor? I think we're kind of going on um, kind of Americana. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, singer songwriter. You, you know, <clears throat> one of the comments that was made that that uh, I thought I thought was kind of interesting that, that described my music. Um, was it's Mike's music lives somewhere between Nashville and Laurel Canyon. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a neat description. I like that. And are you doing predominantly um, originals, or, or do you work covers? In? Yeah, predominantly ori- okay. predominantly originals. Then with some uh, with some you know classic kind of classic rock covers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And tell me a little bit about your originals. Where where does the inspiration come from for those songs? Are, are they more more in your recent years, or are these songs that you you've carried along with you for a while? You know, it's both actually. Um, the the single that we that we're uh, having out, uh, the only song, um, I actually started writing that in high school. Um, hmm. Dusted it off here a year or so ago and finished it. Finished okay. the song. And then, as we were picking songs to do on the project, that that was one that was included. And uh-huh. at the end of it, uh, everyone kind of decided, "Yeah, this is probably the one we should do as a single." Okay. In the video. Yeah, yeah. And and what's uh, tell me a little bit about that song? What was the inspiration for that? That that was kind of a song that um, was as much wishful thinking maybe as anything else, mm-hmm. but it it kind of goes to that story where. You know, it, it's like you can have everything that you could possibly want, but if you don't have love and, and you don't have that, that person to share it with, it doesn't really mean that much. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. And this just released, right? Or, or uh, September 2nd? Yeah, so the, so... yeah September 2nd is when, when the EP comes out. Okay. All right, great. So by the time folks hear this, it'll already be out, of course. Um, yeah. And this is a EP record number what for you? How, how many others have you had a chance to record? This would be, be number two. Um, I did one actually down in Nashville a couple of years ago, um, and that was a great experience for me, and, and that, that turned out really well at, uh, on its own. But it just quite wasn't quite the sound that I was I was long-term looking for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so decided to do this and and we did uh one of the songs again that was on the the national recordings mm-hmm. um but yeah we're we're really really proud of this project and uh so this is uh how many songs an ep so it's not a full length yeah, it's five songs five songs okay it's called after all these years tell me a little bit more about the other songs that are on there the uh, other songs on there are um a lot of them are kind of a look back um, at life kind of kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, kind of you know the longing for something you may have missed, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. something you should have done but didn't. Mm-hmm. And do you have a, kind of a scr- yeah? Go ahead. Yeah, kind of a scrapbook, if you will. Yeah, sure. 
Do you, do you have a, a tour plan? Are you going to uh, get a chance to go out and, and uh, demo the CD for folks? Yeah, uh, we, we don't necessarily have a, a tour or anything scheduled at this point. Uh, we're, we're putting together some bookings at this point around the, uh, the Denver area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what we're hoping for is, you know, by this time uh, next summer, maybe maybe we can have some tour things going. Do you have other projects in the works, recording-wise? Is, is there uh, something, not, nothing coming behind this? No, this is it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is it right now. Okay. I, I'm assuming you have quite a few songs stored up, though, ready for the for the next round. <laughs> yeah, I think we're. I think we could put another one out without too much effort. Yeah. yeah okay. What. Tell me a, um, a, a defining moment for you when, when you were convinced, you know, we, we talked a couple minutes ago about, you know, it's never too late. When, when, when did it really feel like, you know what, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. Even, even if I can't do it full time yet, this is what I'm supposed to do. I think um, what, what really kind of got me going back a couple of years ago um, I got invited to do uh, uh, a little private dinner show mm-hmm. uh, for uh, a group of uh, um, uh, kind of a, uh, uh, a get-together group that, that does like wine and cheese and this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the people that were there knew that I, that I played, wrote songs and sang, and I, I had a little PA system, and of course my guitar, um, and had been playing for church off and on okay. as well. Yeah. Um, and they invited me to come, come, come do a, come play for 45 minutes and, and do your thing. And the reaction that I got just from that little thing was just, for me, it was tremendous. Hmm. That's cool. That's cool. And it was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I should be doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, how long ago? That was about three years ago. Okay. Okay. Prior to that, um, when you were doing music before you, you you said life got in the way, which happens to all of us, um, what was the catalyst that that pushed you into? Hey, you know what? I, I think we should perform. We should form a band. We should we should really really go after this. Uh, I think I think once uh, once we started in the in the studio with uh, the guys at the Spot Studio in Lakewood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakewood, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I I think once it started kind of coming together, and it was like, you, you know what, this feels pretty special. Yeah. And I, I'm not quite sure that just trying to do this stuff solo does justice to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's cool. Um, and uh, you know, one of the things that we we had done in that project was we were really careful. I think about the uh, the songs that we picked. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to focus those on, you know, hopefully they're, they're good, well-written songs. We, we, we tried to give each song what we call the campfire test. Mm-hmm. Which is what? The campfire test is basically, could, could you take this song with just the guitar sitting around a, a campfire? Okay, yeah. And would it be a good song? Yeah, yeah, I like that. And how many songs did you start with to end up with the, with the EP that you have? Uh, we did. We uh, I had recorded just guitar and vocal on about fifteen songs in my basement. Really? Okay. And then we, and then we uh, had dinner one night and sat around and listened to them, and then and then we picked we picked the five. Okay. All right. Um, so what we'll do here at at the uh, in, in a minute or so at the conclusion of our, our talk, we'll we'll listen to 
um, the only song, the one that we talked about earlier, which is now currently your new release. Um, tell me how folks can find you. How how can they uh, reach out to you, uh, get a copy of the CD that will be out here shortly? Yeah, so it's, a, it's available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And then they can also order it off of the website, and that is on www.rmichaelroads.com. Okay. www.rmichaelroads.com. Okay. And uh, I, I'm guessing you're on Facebook and all the other social media outlets? Yeah, on, on Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram, all that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. It's been good catching up with you, and uh, I look forward to um, uh, to what you got coming up. And hopefully, we'll catch you um, out on the road somewhere and get a live performance in. Yeah, that'd be great. And thank you again for uh, having me. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Talk to you soon. Let's take a listen to Mike's latest single, "The Only Song."
Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.